This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. At Henson, we're looking forward to the holidays, and that means more time in the kitchen. Now, imagine your trusty kitchen knife had a wobbly handle. You'd be nervous. Well, the same is true in shaving. Most razors on the market today don't support the blades well enough, allowing them to flex and bend. This is a source of razor burn. At Henson, we used our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to solve this problem, supporting the blade so you can use it confidently. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com slash holiday. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, then you probably smell the crooked referees on Roger Goodell. Yeah. Yeah. like this, and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose or winning, I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that. Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. You're listening to the sports coma. Right. Network. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're now rocking with the Sports Coma with Big Q and the guys where we have intense, entertaining, educating, and enlightening sport talk from your favorite sports fam. I'm in the building. Shout out to the mighty Who That Nation. Appreciate you guys joining me for this episode of The Coma. Please feel free. Hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, and by all means, feel free to share, share the show on your social media feed. We up in this thing. Shout out to the fam as we get cooking. And this one right here, man, is a very interesting show that we're going to cover for the Black and Gold family members. Super Bowl hopes tied to three key moves. This is coming via the website A to Z. Shout out to them. Y'all know I usually cover if the interesting articles. I'll cover them uh, across the spectrum dealing with the Saints talk. So shout out to them putting a pretty good article to inspire some thought St. Super Bowl hopes hinges on three key improvements coming into the season. And let's see what those improvements are as we get going and cooking. Now, a lot of people believe, you know, when you talk about the black and gold, 
a lot of people don't want to talk about Super Bowl in year two with the team. Now, of course, you heard Cam, you heard maybe a few other people mention it, but it's hot in, in, you know, in terms of the Saints family members that support the team, it's kind of difficult for them to see a Super Bowl in 2023, despite all of the improvements the Saints have made in terms of at the quarterback with Derek Carr being added to a very talented offensive group that is Elvin Kamara, Jamal Williams, Mike Thomas, Chris Olave, Rashid Shaheed, Juwan Johnson, Taysom Hill, so on and so forth, and the improvements to the defense, whether or not that'll be enough for the Saints to claim. A lot of people say I give them the NFC South, but in terms of a deep playoff run, even the diehards are skeptical because of the team's leadership. So can the team overcome their lack thereof, or did the leadership issues become resolved head into 2023. Those are the big factors, you know, we think about. But here are some things to think about going into the article from A to Z Sports, saying that if New Orleans wants to make a magical run, their hopes will depend on three major factors, three major factors going into the season. Factor number one, improve turnover luck. Improved turnover luck. The Saints defense was impressive for much of last season from veterans to young playmakers. Guys stepped up during an injury riddled campaign. On the downside, they were one of the worst teams in the NFL at forcing turnovers. Only the Giants and Raiders had less interceptions than the Saints, which were seven last season. That will need to change this season. A defense is too talented to lack interceptions and force fumbles like they did a year ago. Good point. Now, let's stay on that for a second. Let's stay on that point about improved turnover luck. The Saints defense was impressive at times, but remember, um, looking at this thing like we're looking at it, the big key improvement or, well, well, let's say it like this. What I noticed, my observation from watching the Saints over last year and pertaining to the defense was the fact that the defense did a pretty decent job until they couldn't because they were worn down by a pathetic, trash, garbage, dysfunctional, awful, uh, non-leadership-led offense. The defense did as much as anybody could do. The special teams were atrocious, too. Missing field goals in in certain situations. Will Lutz had 74% accuracy rate last year, which was severely terrible. Even for him, after the core surgery that he came back the year prior, So the Saints were carrying, I use this term a lot, carrying the water for both offense and defense through much of the season. Now, they were able to get the sacks. They were able to do some things. They had a bend but don't break approach early on until they broke. And then in terms of the rush defense, they fell through the floor. But when you look at the turnover rate, he's absolutely right. We got you got to do better as a defense. Moving forward, they have to play more aggressively and they have to be able to to get to force turnovers, whether that be interceptions or fumbles to give back to the offense on short fields so that they can score more points. Very simple philosophy. So, indeed, turnovers are a big part of it. I don't know if I want to say luck is involved because it's a skill. You know, good teams force defenses uh, for uh, excuse me, good teams, f- defenses force offenses to turn the ball over because they're in the right situation. It doesn't have anything to do with luck. But it's a skill. So the Saints will have to practice on group tackling, you know, when they tackle, bunch tackling, tackling guys and holding them up and then pulling the ball out. This is techniques that good defensive coaches teach their defenses to force more turnovers. So we'll see about that moving forward. Another point to pay attention to the next item, better QB play. Absolutely. This one's no shock at all. The Saints cannot afford to see inconsistency at the QB 
position that cost them multiple close games last year. Andy Dalton was abysmal at times, and there was very little flow with the entire offense with whoever was at the quarterback all year long with the addition of Carr. They believe they've added a veteran that will aid those issues. He has the weapons to be successful, but must deliver. So let's deal with item number two. Now, better QB play is a part of the measurement period. If you're talking just in the mindset of the Saints having a deep playoff run, winning the NFC South is one thing. Having a deep playoff run is another. Definitely both of those require better quarterback play. Better quarterback play translate as keeping the turnovers down, making the correct throws and keeping the offense on schedule, um, you know, directing and bringing a form of leadership to the leaderless offense that the Saints had last year. You got to have a guy that's on top of the team that tells guys what they got to do. Carr's got to be that guy to direct the offense. He's the director. So we're not looking, and this is the thing that I've often thought that when we bring quarterbacks in here, we're not looking for a savior for the team. What the Saints are looking at is for the car to simply cut the turnovers down. They will give you the weapons so that you can be able to have probably the best season since the 4,800-something-odd 4, yards he threw that year. I expect him to have a very good season. I think reaching 4,000 yards is as easy as breathing. And in the Saints offense, as long as he stays healthy and the Saints give him the running attack, he'll have plenty of opportunities to get the ball up the field to Rashid Shaheed, Chris Olave, and guys like that. You know, him and Michael Thomas are appearing to have, you know, are developing chemistry right now as Mike was known to be a guy that kind of was recruiting him. So he's welcomed here. And they think that he can take the next step to that next level. Often similar, and I made this comparison before, but can we see a situation where you have a guy like Carr take a leap like Matt Stafford did when he left the Lions and went to the Rams? The Rams had a very good uh, group of offense. They had a decent offensive line, good running wide receivers. They had pieces around Stafford to make that happen. So he made the jump from what he was, and he put up very decent numbers in Detroit, never could take him anywhere. Then when he went to the next level to a better team, a more consistent team with a lot more talent with him in focus he was able to accomplish more than what he needed to do to make things pop so we're looking at that factor the Matt Stafford Derek uh, David Carr or excuse me Derek Carr comparison could Carr have a similar transition from uh, where he was with the Raiders to the Saints like a Stafford had from the Lions to the Rams and we know you had uh, a good offense there in place with the Rams were running. But perhaps if you take a look at what the Saints have in their offensive room, even though Sean Payton's guts is not there, they still have the philosophy through Pete Carmichael. And there have been word in camp and the Saints is Pete Carmichael's looking to become more aggressive. Jamal Williams led this out. He even talked about because Pete has long been the guy that's been the guy that's been kind of uh plays the back and all that non-aggressive guys. Jamal Williams says, no, they, I played this song that kind of that kind of woke me up a little bit. I was like, okay. And Jamal Williams says, nah, he always yelling at me. You know, he ain't, you know, such and such, such and such. Very interesting, man. So anyway, with the addition of Derek Carr coming here to the team, we'll see exactly how it will look, but he has all of the weapons. I've said it before. He has all of the weapons. He has a def- decent offensive line. Can this be something that the team, you know, that he can utilize, he being car utilized to take the offense to the next level? Okay. All right. So let's keep it bumping.
All right, next stat here, or next line to talk about here is uh, speaking of uh, Pete Carmichael, he is listed in the third line. Offensive play calling increases aggressiveness. Pete Carmichael is the most important person that isn't a player around the Saints this year. The offensive coordinator must open up the offense much more with a trustable option at QB. Alave, Rashid Shaheed must see more downfield targets, adding in more unique calls for Taysom Hill would make the offense even tougher to defend too. He has proved that he has proven that he can be a successful play caller. He has to prove it. Oh, you know, this year or may, he may not have the position after the year because Dennis Allen won't uh, take the the weight. It's all on car. So if, I mean, uh, it's all on car, Michael, if it fails, but I don't feel like it's going to fail. And I'm just going to be honest with you. Uh, you give Pete Carmichael a guy that he can work with, right? Not saying Jameis wasn't that guy, but last year you had a backup quarterback at the back of his career. We Nobody's excited about seeing Andy Dalton as their quarterback. None of that. He's finished, you know, in terms of him doing anything for you. But you have a, a quarterback that has an ex- very, very uh, what's the term I'm searching for? Has a very exciting brand of football that he brings. It's a guy that gets the ball up the field. He's a guy that makes all of the throws. He's, you know, I don't consider him like, uh, you know, like I said, I think the Math Stafford comparison from Detroit to the Rams fits, a, 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 in my estimation, for Carr making his move from the Raiders to the Saints. I think it fits. And I'm I'm thinking that he could have a similar transition where he it bumps him up. You know, Carr takes that next step in terms of having all of the talent around him to compete at that level. So I like the comparison uh, that Stafford had from the Lions to the Rams and Carr will have with the Saints. You got to have all to have the type of success that Carr has. He has to be a guy has to be on his game, has to be serious, has to know what he's doing has to have the talent around him, the offensive line to protect him, a very good running attack, which the Saints could bolster. He has uh, security options at the tight end position, what he does. He has one of the more ultimate possession wide receivers in the league, and I believe Michael Thomas will be held healthy. He has a phenomenal budding superstar in Chris Olave and a speedy veteran, I mean, a, very, a speedy young player like Rashid Shahid there. Several options behind those top three guys. You got Taysom Hill milling about. All this kind of stuff is going positive for the Saints moving forward. So it's not like they're giving him an offense with the cupboards bare. He has a they, they he's a chef that you put just to use that adage. He's a, he's a chef that you put inside of you put in the kitchen and you got all of the food that you want. You you got the beans, you got the anything you can make, whatever you got in mind to want to cook is there. All the vegetables are there, all of the beans and the rice and whatever you want to make. Everything is fully stacked, stocked in that kitchen. You it's only your imagination of what kind of meal you want to cook. Carmichael has car there and he's always had the mentality or he had the mentality this year of saying we've gone to Derek Carr and asked him what place that he wants to run. And I think that right there was a big, smart move that the team decided to do, because what that does is it opens up so much more because it makes Carr even more comfortable with what's going on. It allows him to kind of wear the offense. Hey, can I tell you a secret? The secret to getting a great shave without any nicks, cuts, or irritation isn't three or four blades, a soap strip, or a swivel head. It's just supporting the blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just supporting the blade. Don't let it flex or bend. That's the secret to limiting shaving irritation. At Henson Shaving, we use our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to keep the blade from moving. It's not the coolest answer, but it's the right one. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com holiday. 
like a finely tailored suit because he will, the Saints will do their best to make sure whatever plays they're operating or running with Carr or Carr's plays or plays he's familiar with, which will increase the set the success of the team offense moving forward. And the thing is, the imagination, that's one thing, but it have all these people and how to move them into the offense in and out with these personnel groupings that the Saints like to run. All that'll be a part of the game as well. Also, another big part of this thing is how much more Ronald Curry, who's the passing game coordinator, will be brought in for his kind of his thought process and helping with Carr. I think those three, whether it's Carr, Carmichael and Curry, all those guys will be tasked of keeping the Saints offense on task. They'll also, uh, you know, if the Saints and I and I don't expect them to blow through the gates to start week one off against the Titans and just blow the gates off and just score 35 points a game. Not looking at that right away. I think in the key to it until the Saints really get comfortable, usually take anywhere between two to four weeks of NFL play before teams start figuring out what they do well versus what they don't do well. The good teams, you know, because it'll take six to eight weeks, you know, for some of the bad teams to realize what they've been doing bad before they just try the ship for the good teams that know what they want to do. They, it'll take them anywhere between two to four weeks to figure out what kind of identity do they want to craft going into the season. So the idea of the team, that's a big part of this thing. What kind of ID, ID or what kind of uh, what's the, the face of the team in terms of the offense? What are we? Are we a passing team or a running team? What are we? People will say pass because of the options that we have. But are you could you be sure about that? We won't know until we actually see what it looks like, what they're trying to do when the season starts, like when we start paying attention to the camps and the preseason and ultimately when the regular season starts, that's when you'll gain an idea of what kind of offense does the identity take on? What kind of, what, what kind of are we a running or are we a passing team? Well, early on, when we come out the gates, I, I really are pushing the Saints to be more of a run team because the run will set up the play action and then you can figure all that out as you go. Once you get the play action going, then this lights out. You know, you get the ball up the field. You're stretching the defense out. That provides the room that our backs need to operate underneath, and that's a whole nother level. So, you know, that's a question going forward. What is the identification or what's the idea of the team? Are we a passing team or are we a running team? You see? And the fastest we and faster we find that out, what are we, then we can determine you know, uh, how we will then navigate the season and what we need to do. Now, you could have the mentality that you are a balanced team and you run when you run. You If you need to run, you run against some of the poorest teams in the NFL that can't stop the run. And when it's time to pass, you pass on the teams that have a better run situation. You can kind of have more of a balanced approach going into that, but that still is based on what the Saints you know, are going to do starting the season. And those are some of the better teams when you're able to be a bit of bit of both, both run and pass a balanced team could get you there. So anyway, uh, as we get going, let's keep this thing going, man, and moving on. So this is a good article right here written by AZ, A to Z Sports. Y'all can listen to it. Shout out to the young writer, Adam Holt, who put this together. So it's kind of just to recap this thing, the three items that they're talking about in terms of improving the Saints or giving them an opportunity to go to the Super Bowl. The three hopes the Saints are tied to is improved turnover luck, which I don't think it's luck, you know, but whatever. I think that the Saints defense definitely needs to focus on t- getting more turnovers because more turnovers mean more opportunities for your offense on the short side of the ball or the short side of the field, rather. 
So we need to definitely force more turnovers, whether that's interceptions or uh, fumbles uh, recover, uh, resulting from strips and all this kind of stuff. This needs to happen. This definitely needs to happen. Better QB play is a, a big one. And I would even surmise that that should have been first. <laughs> Better QB play. Last year, we know what Andy Dalton did. The offense, it was times when the offense had flow and he just destroyed it. He would hold the ball too long. I don't know what the guy was thinking. I'm just glad he gone. But we finally have a, a guy that will take control of the uh, offense and it's, it's not a foregone conclusion. Is he the leader of the team? No. Going into it, he's the starting guy. It's the team is under, his, under him to maneuver. He has all of these great uh, um, players around him that can really help him achieve it. The offensive line should be readily improved. Even the, the depth in the situation pertaining to what the Saints got going on on the offensive line, the backups are much improved. So it's a lot of positive stuff that's going on. The Saints have spent a lot of money, made a lot of good decisions with their offense to help Derek Carr. So like I said, some probably would agree with me. Some probably would disagree with me on my comparison with Stafford. Uh, moving from the Lions to the Rams and having big success that Carr could do what he doing from moving from the Raiders to the Saints. I'm telling you, that's a valid comparison. I'm feeling that comparison. Some people might agree, some might disagree. I think he levels up here. He, he, like I said, this that full. He's a chef and he has a full cupboard of whatever he wants to cook there, provided for him. Saints didn't bring him here, and he doesn't. He doesn't have anything that he can use, and it's just one guy or two guys. No, you have a full cupboard of people here at all position groups that can help reinforce success here. And then we'll see. And then offensive play call increases aggressiveness. That's tied to Pete Carmichael going into this thing, his imagination, him being a lot more aggressive, him having a a very streamlined relationship with Carr and Curry, uh, who's a passing game coordinator to make sure the Saints offense not only stays on schedule, but excels it at times, you know, where our offense can shoot through a roof. And, I, and I'm saying with all of the weapons and what we have here, I don't see why the Saints offense can't be a top 10 offensive unit in this 2023 upcoming season. They have all that experience. And then we know we're talking about three things. And then, of course, this is the biggest of all things, uh, the layabout when we talk about what could potentially be uh, uh, hopes tied to the Saints season. We can't absolve or move away from Dennis Allen, who has never won uh, you know, never had a winning season as a head coach in the NFL. His dismal years with the Raiders last year, the team regressed from a nine and seventeen to a seven and seven and ten team, and that's a lot because of his decision making. People talk about injuries all you want. Every team have injuries. We had a lot of injuries last year. Yes, we did, but we had a lot of dumb decision makings at the personnel decisions uh, at, at that that level that really really stifled the team's development and success, poor decision-makings on the field, making adjustments too late. Can he fix these things? Adding players or people there is one thing, but there's still a guy at the top of the team that you got to pay attention to that runs and operates the team. And the question I continue to throw out there to our our, uh, reporter friends is, this is a question that needs an answer. How did Dennis Allen improve? How did he improve as a coach himself? I ain't talking about Woods and all these other coaches that Dennis Allen brought on the team. I'm speaking to Dennis Allen's psyche and his ability. What did he learn or what did he do? Did he go to leadership school? How did he improve? What will he do 
that he did last year that brought him losses versus what he would do the opposite. What did he learn? What did he learn? And that's the big thing to me. That's what that is a major, major, major question that we need to figure out, because that if you can get the answer to that, that is the answer that would decide on whether or not the Saints are ready to take a big step. Really, truly, it is. And that's why a lot. And also, there's no smite against him, but a lot of people do not believe in him. And that's rightfully so, because he hasn't done anything worth to be believed in from a head coach level. So is he ready for bigger things? He won more games than he ever did. Previously, the most he did was four games. He won seven games. So that's he's never done that before. Could that be a step to success? He goes from seven to ten. Could that be a step six for success for Dennis Allen? Did he improve? So that's the question. Anyway, with that being said, we're going to get ready to get out on that. I'd like to thank all you guys for joining us for this episode of the show. Please feel free to put your comments in the section below let me know super bowl hopes tied the three key moves what are your thoughts on this do you think the saints have enough to overcome uh the bad coaching decisions do you think dennis allen is ready for uh, more success as in terms of wins and losses do you believe that this team led by dennis allen can go to the super bowl this year could do you believe that this team led by dennis allen and Derek carr can go to the super bowl this year y'all let me know the diehards got the answers y'all put them in the description section below also feel free to join our email list it's in the chat man as you can see uh do that also feel free to subscribe to the show subscribe if you're not a subscriber feel free to share the show on your social media feed that helps us out and also feel free to hit the notification bells for future content and also feel free to sign up and go to the who that we just signed up several writers that are writing articles man listen show them some support show them some love man as we move this thing forward so with that being said i'm gonna get out on that much love to you guys y'all have a splendid day and i'm gonna see you holla at you later much love who that yeah Benson, I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Long as I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose all winning, I'm a who that. Sports coma, yeah, this is where we do that. 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 Boogie like Benson, I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Somebody please better help. Running this thing like Elf. Thank God every day I'm not a felt. Go to YouTube live with Big Q and the guys. If you ain't ride or die, the bandwagon get flipped. Been marching in, that was way for the ring. I was yelling out your shame for the championship. Fucking on town, duck down. Falcons, pluck, get shut down. Panthers ain't much touchdown. The vision really belong to us now. So much hate on the Saints, you could probably tell. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, then you probably smell. The crooked referees are Roger Goodell. Look, like this, and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. News all winning, I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that. Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. You're listening to the sports coma with Big Q and the guys on the PRO Media Network.
on stores where you can go and buy all the latest merch to support the platform. Download at the Pro Shops. We have dozens of hundreds of products available for you and your family. Unisex tees for men and women, hoodies and sweatshirts, tank tops, kids and baby items, long sleeve tees, mugs, pillows, wall art, bath bedding, face masks, phone cases, stickers, bags, fanny packs, socks, hats, and many other items. Please feel free to check out the Pro Shops. The link TheWhoThatDaily.com That's right, TheWhoThatDaily.com Your one-stop shop for everything New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Pelican, LSU Tigers, even the top flight boxing news. So if you're a Who That and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, TheWhoThatDaily.com is your site. TheWhoThatDaily.com for the sport Who That in all of us. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.